That's Jogo back on 74. Our dog behaviour expert, Samantha Rossman, is on the line. Good afternoon, Samantha. Hi, Ray. It's cold. It is cold, and it's beginning to drop already. Is it? So it's, it's right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so sober zero temperatures and dogs. Uh, that's what we said yeah. you were coming on to talk about. Now, there are other things as well, but we'll get to the temperature first. Um, uh, okay. So, uh, can you ask um, Samantha, uh, is it too cold for a Labrador to sleep in the garage? She always sleeps there. She's four. Uh well, it's it's unusually, you know, cold temperatures. Below zero is very, very cold. So unless she has a nice blanket or some, you know, maybe a, a sleeping bag to sleep on, something that would retain the heat, mm. sleeping bags are great for that. Um, but otherwise, I'd bring her in. I mean, you know, it's okay for her to sleep outside as long as it's not freezing. See if you could sit out there for an hour yourself. And if you can't, I'd yes. bring the dog in. And, and a garage is going to have a concrete floor, which is particularly cold. Yeah, and probably not insulated either. Yes. So if you can sit out there for an hour, grand. If you can't, bring the dog in. Right, so that's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know that expression, Samantha? I've never quoted this back to you before, but I'm doing it today. You wouldn't put a dog out in that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Or the other one is, it's, it's a dog's life. It's I don't do- know whether yeah. that's good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so, so the message is, bring the Labrador in. Uh, we have two golden retrievers who live outside, basically, in our large garden, and we bring them into our utility room at night. Is it okay to have them outside by day in this cold weather? They have access to shelter and a dog pen with a box, etc.? Uh, not ideal, but if that's all you can do, then fine. Um, mm. As long as the dogs have the ability to move and, and warm themselves up, it depends on how restricted they are, because obviously if they're very restricted, they can't increase their body temperature by moving. Yes. So, so, but if that's all they can do, if the security of the dog is more important than the warmth of the dog, well, then I'd leave them be. Um, because if you let them out of the dog pen and then they go off the property and cause an accident, that's worse. So you've got to weigh up which is more important, the the, the cold or their safety. Mm. We put our little fella out this morning, Lassa Apso, he's, I think he's around 12 or 13, maybe 11. Oh. Uh, anyway, but but it was obvious very quickly that he was not happy at all. Um, and yeah, when Jenny went yeah. out, and he was shivering. Um, and an old dog, you know, an yes, old dog yes. obviously is going to feel the cold yes. more than a young dog. Yeah, difficult for him to self-regulate his temperature, I suppose, you know, as it is for older, older yeah. humans as well. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so, so that's the cold. So, so I suppose the message is if you wouldn't do it yourself, don't let your dog do it. Yeah, well, if you can't tolerate it, then it's going to be worse for the dog, basically. Right, okay. Um, You know, and that goes for cold and and warmth. So sun is the the same rule. Um, Now, people knew you were coming on, so they wanted your advice on other... Uh, aspects okay. of dog behaviour. Uh, um, Samantha, we have a female... I have a lot col- of information about the weather, Ray. What do I do with it now? Oh, is there anything else then? Is there anything else you should share with us then? I thought that covered well, it I all. Su- <laughs> okay, well, I suppose the thing about the dog is to consider the breed of dog, the right. age of the dog, yes. the weight of the dog, how much body fat it has, and its coat type. And I don't mean the coat you buy in the shops, I mean yes. its own coat type. Yeah, okay. So they're all the things to consider. And the really important thing to consider is the medical condition of the dog, that if a dog is arthritic or has got any kind of heart conditions, then obviously they're going to feel the cold more. So just be aware of your the, the medical condition of your dog, the breed of the dog and the age of the dog. Okay. Before we leave it then, just to okay. make sure we've everything covered, will your dog let you know? Yes. If yes. you know your dog well and you have observed their body language, obviously shivering is an indicator yes. that an animal is cold or if they refuse to go out. 
or if if you have put a coat on them, make sure it doesn't restrict their body movement, that they're happy to walk yeah. wearing a coat. And don't put a coat on with a hood on it. Dogs are animals, so they don't like things over their heads. So okay. don't buy a coat because you think it's lovely. It has to, the dog has to think it's lovely, not you. Why do people make them with hoods on them if dogs don't like them then? Oh, because people buy them because, because we, you know, <laughs> right. we anthropomorphise and we go, oh, look, yes. that's lovely and we buy it. You must hate the anthropomorphizing of dogs. Yes, yes, I do. Yes. Yes, I do. And yes. how do you, how do you where do you stand on actual coats? Are they're a good thing? Are they? They are a good thing if if a dog needs them. But yeah. I don't like dressing dogs up for for our the sake of know, dressing them up. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, okay. for the sake. But but if the dog needs a coat, then absolutely. Right. Uh, now we'll move away from that if you don't mind. Um, uh, yeah, Samantha, <laughs> we have a female collie. She's nearly five years old. She's highly intelligent. However. When we bring her walking, she's constantly arguing with other dogs uh, when we're out um, in the local woods. Is there any way of retraining her as so as to break this habit? She's great working dog, not getting the work she needs with sheep. I'd appreciate your help. Kind regards. Um, if, if if she can be let off the lead and to play ball and to engage with the owner in some way so that she's not focused on other dogs. But if dogs are her focus and she plays with other dogs aggressively, i.e. that she gets a kick out of it, um, then I would muzzle her. If you could let her off the lead and muzzle her so she can't actually damage another dog, mm. if you can't retrain her to play ball. Um, it depends. An awful lot of dogs, especially collies, are worse with other dogs when they're on a lead because they're restricted. Yes. Um, they're so jealous. You explained better. this to me before. They're sort of jealous. Yeah. Look at them. They're not on a lead. I'm on a lead. Well, well, it's not jealousy. It's Isn't because it? they can't escape. Yes, they, okay. You know, they, they're not in control of their own environment. And... and you know, all of us will get a little bit aggressive if we're not in control of our own environment. Yeah. So it's about seeing if she can be let off the lead and will she choose to ignore another dog. If she chooses to ignore another dog, then grand, maybe let her off the lead and play ball with her. But if the dog is her focus and she's kind of got their, you know, she's got mm. the collie eye on another dog almost, then I would muzzle her. Are just, people just to be reluctant safe. to muzzle their dogs? They are, yeah, yes. and I don't know why. Because I know why, because you're, 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 you're sort of sending out a, a, a signal, a statement about your dog, aren't you? Well, the, the other side of that coin is it puts everybody else on alert and says, you mind your dog, because I know my dog isn't going to do anything. Do you know what I mean? I mean, years ago, I had a dog who didn't like other dogs, and I just put a muzzle on him, and mm. it was like the parting of the Red Sea. Everybody called their dog back, because I knew my <laughs> dog wouldn't go over. <laughs> yeah, so, right. it, it, you know... <laughs> Yeah, but, but, but people are reluctant to muzzle their dogs. They That's, are, yeah. they are. I, I, I do take your point, right? Yes, I do, yeah, I do yeah. take your point. But uh, yeah. safety first. Of course, always. Um, now, um, I hope that works out. Uh, quick one, we have a new baby and are being driven mad with our terrier stealing and chewing and destroying uh, all the baby's dummies. Uh, okay. Any ideas to stop this? She will in general steal things and chew them if left to her own devices. Uh, she's one and a half years. That's the dog, not the baby. Okay, give her plenty of other stuff to chew. I think that the baby's toys obviously smell differently and taste differently and she's doing it out of a kind of exploratory behaviour. Mm. So either, you know, it sounds counterproductive, but maybe give her a load of chewies to chew or give her a load of, of scissors to chew yeah. so she gets over it. Yeah. Um, or else give her something else to chew while the, the dummies are around. 
or now you have to be careful with this with the baby or you could put a taste deterrent on the dummy like a little bit of mustard mm, or something yeah yeah right okay. um, but, just, but, just but be the careful. baby isn't going to like mustard either you know yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> just be careful with that one <laughs> well, you, you might you might be very successful so you'd have then the baby won't want the dummy then the, the dog won't have the dummy and everybody's happy <laughs> oh there uh, you go yeah yes, yeah, yeah. Full okay circle. yeah uh, now um, our dog is an escape artist we call him no uh, could you ask your dog that's you Samantha if there is any hope okay. for a dog who is a total escape artist he heads for the hills at any opportunity and spends hours away from home uh, we can see where he is on the beach but refuses to be caught he comes home hours later only when he is ready when he is ready okay um, I suppose if he's if he's a Houdini and he goes wandering the first thing I consider is neutering um, if he's not neutered um, the other thing from a safety point of view I would probably give him a dog pen or build a dog run but the dog run must have a roof on it so he can't escape out of it mm. Um, other than that, make sure his needs are being met, that he is well exercised and gets plenty of attention and human company because he might be meeting a need that's not being met. What by do you think owners. that need might be? Well, lots of exercise and, and contact and human company. Sometimes if, if a dog is left outside, they'll go to hell with this and off they'll go. Right. Um, so to make sure he gets engagement and he's, you know, he's a companion animal that he's not just left outside to guard okay. the place. Right. I don't know his circumstances, but yeah. if you think all his needs have been met and he's a well looked after dog and he keeps doing this, I would neuter him and then maybe build a dog run because that's that's going to get him into trouble okay. eventually. Right. Uh, we've a minute left. Um, so I have two Jack Russells. Both uh, had uh, hard starts to life. One was a puppy farm reject, too small to breed from, and the other was owned by an older lady who basically kept her in the yard. Uh, for the most part, they're brilliant dogs, but they seem to prefer to poo in the most annoying places and only places we walk. They always have access to the outdoors and are free to roam our garden areas, a mix of lawns, flower beds, but insist on pooing under our letterbox, where our postwoman okay. will step on it where we park our car on the steps to the door. All tra- high traffic areas with big footfall. Could they be doing okay. it for attention? You have 30 seconds and your 30 seconds start okay. now. Restrict, restrict, restrict. The key there is free to roam. They shouldn't be free to roam because then obviously, you know, you have no control over where they're doing their business. So restrict it and maybe to deter them from doing it in those places, feed them in those places. Right. Animals will rarely um, poo where they feed. Sounds like they're having a so laugh. I- it does we'll show those humans yeah. <laughs> take that okay uh, yeah. Samantha lovely talking to you mind yourself we'll talk to you soon bye now bye bye that's it from bye. us um, Cormac's on Drive Time we are back tomorrow at 3 o'clock enjoy the rest of your Tuesday evening The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1